This is Michelle Gibbs. My husband Mike and I have been married for 16 years and we live in Idaho with our five children. The oldest is 14 and the youngest is one year old. I love studying the scriptures and preparing for this podcast every week really helps me to have more inspiration and revelation for my own life and also for my family. Join me each week as I share some of the thoughts that I have as I study the scriptures using the Come Follow Me course by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This week we are studying 3rd Nephi chapters 12 through 16 and what a busy week it's been and I'm a little bit late getting this podcast recorded but it's been a good week of reading lots of good doctrine and teachings from Jesus Christ which is always a great thing to read and refresh and remember those things that Jesus Christ taught the people and that we need to know in our lives. So I'm just going to share some of my favorite things that I read this week, and not just favorite because there's a lot, but maybe things that stuck out to me and that I had some thoughts on. The first one is in 3 Nephi chapter 12, verse 30. It says, For it is better that ye should deny yourselves of these things, wherein ye will take up your cross, than that ye should be cast into hell. And here Jesus is talking to the Nephites about about repenting and moving on and that it's a much better option than remaining in our sins and eternally the consequences that come from that. And I've been thinking a lot this week about food because I've been, I go through phases in my life where I eat unhealthy and I don't really care. (laughs) And then I decide I want to be healthy and I want to feel good and I want to feel good about myself. And so I try to eat healthy and take care of my body. And I'm trying to take care of my body and not overeat this week. And so consequently, because it's something that I've been working on, it's on my mind a lot. And I thought about if we eat too much, like junk food and unhealthy things in large quantities, larger than we need. It's right now, it makes us happy. An hour later, we get a stomach ache and long term, our bodies are not healthy and they can't perform the way that we want them to. We can't do things that we want to do. And in order to fix that later, it takes a lot more work than it would to right now make a decision to be healthy. It's possible to fix, and I would say many of us have done that before, but it's a lot easier to just stay healthy, even though that requires a lot of work and a lot of self-discipline and sacrifice of those maybe delicious foods that we want more of or unhealthy things like that. um, But it's the same way with sin, I think. Or at least that's how I can relate it to my life. It can be very hard to let go of something, one of our sins or vices. It can be hard to let go of that and it requires a lot of work and self-discipline that sometimes we just don't want to put forth the effort. But it's a lot easier to work through it now than to take the easy road today and then to live with those eternal consequences. And so... I was thinking about that a lot this week as I'm trying to be healthy 
and it feels like a lot of work right now. But it's amazing that when we put in the work and effort, and it's difficult, how quickly we find satisfaction and joy in disciplining ourselves to align our wills with Heavenly Father. And so when Jesus talks about taking up our cross, it sounds like this awful ordeal. <laughs> and it it is hard, but Heavenly Father strengthens us and it's really not as bad as it sounds, I think. We find joy in doing it. Now, in 3rd Nephi, chapter 13, Jesus is talking to the Nephites about how to pray. And he says to them in verse 8, after he talks about not being repetitious and too wordy in our prayers for the sake of being heard and having a lot of eloquent words to say. And he says in verse 8, Be ye therefore not like... I'm sorry, let me start that again. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. And we all know that even though Heavenly Father knows us intimately and knows our needs and our desires and our wants, He also expects us to develop a relationship with Him and to talk to Him about those things so that He can bless us. And I was thinking about this from a parent standpoint. Sometimes my children come to me and they share their desires, their hearts, thoughts, and I can tell by their approach and the way that they behave often that they're being very sincere. But sometimes until they actually tell me what's on their mind, I don't I don't know their thoughts. And our Heavenly Father, the wonderful thing about Him is He does already know our thoughts and He knows exactly how we feel. And He can relate to us. In chapter 13, verse 31, it says, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. And this really made me think about how sometimes I stress so much about things going on, and I worry about getting everything done and being enough and doing enough and Heavenly Father doesn't want us to live our lives in that way and it reminded me of a verse that I've been looking at lately in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 where it says be careful for nothing which I take to mean don't stress about everything all the time try not to be overly worried and then as you continue in the verse, it says, But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And this verse just kind of ties in those two verses in Third Nephi for me really well, talking about how it's important that we don't stress and worry, but that we put our faith in Heavenly Father and that we turn to Him in prayer so that we have that relationship with Him so that he can bless us and help us and guide us in our lives. And then we don't need to be stressed and worried because we know that Heavenly Father is with us. And I was thinking more about my kids and being a parent. And a lot of times I do know my kids well enough to know what they need and to know what they're feeling, at least a little bit. And sometimes 
it's easy for me to want to jump in and just provide what they need and what they want. But that doesn't help them learn and grow. They, they have to have the opportunity to learn to figure out for themselves a little bit and also to come to me and develop that relationship with me so that when I offer to help them and when we work together, as I help them, it strengthens them and lets them be more independent. And it's not just me giving them things and then learning to be dependent on me in a way that is unhealthy. And I think that that relationship that I have with them is really important for me to be able to guide them and encourage them and let them continue to do what they can. And it's that way with our Heavenly Father. He could do it all for us, but we wouldn't learn. We would just be dependent on Him and actually be weakened. But as we depend on Him, but still continue to do whatever we can, then we're strengthened through Him. And we have we have the opportunity to grow and develop in ways that we wouldn't if He just did everything for us. Chapter 13 of 3 Nephi, verse 21, of course, is a well-known verse. It says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And I think that sometimes what we treasure is where we put our thoughts and our time and effort. And so as I've been thinking about, I guess I've been, I think about being a mom all the time because that's really what I do for a lot of my day in my life and that is where my heart is and it's where it should be but I like to think of my children and my choices that I've made to be a mother as I like to think of my children and my husband my family as as my greatest treasure and along with of course and not in front of Heavenly Father and my Savior Jesus Christ but one of the things that they've given to me is this family and I do treasure it and am I putting other interests in front of it or am I making sure that that is my priority and that my family comes first to me and I think as I remember that and do it then I can find joy in the treasure that Heavenly Father has given to me whereas when I put other things first I kind of push those things that are important to the side and they become less important, they become less special. And I don't find that I'm as happy in my life. I was thinking about, this is kind of out of order, but my my husband's parents came to visit this last week for an evening and one of the things that that his mom asked me as we were watching the children play and interact and she looked at my youngest little baby I guess she's not a baby she's a toddler and she said aren't you just so glad you decided to have her and I've been reflecting on that a lot in the last couple of weeks so it was interesting that she asked me because there are six years between my fourth and fifth child children and after my fourth, Sophia, I thought we were probably done and we had four kids and I felt like we were good, we were done. And there was a long process of deciding to have another baby and that included a miscarriage and a lot of sorrow there, but also a lot of 
hope and faith that Heavenly Father had a plan for us and that we really did have another soul to enter our family. Despite the fact that I thought we were done and we were pretty much moving to a new phase of parenthood where we didn't have any young children, you know, toddlers and babies in our home, even preschoolers anymore. And But taking that leap of faith and having another baby, and I've been thinking about that this week, it required a lot of sacrifice from all of us, but I was thinking a little more personally. It required some sacrifice. I had to give up some things, and I had to be willing to go through the process of pregnancy and delivery and even just having a young baby again. But as I showed and and told my Heavenly Father that I was willing to make those sacrifices, He has blessed me so abundantly. And I was talking to my mother-in-law about this, and I told her that for the sacrifice that was required, the joy that I have felt in response to that has exceeded the sacrifice and the sorrow and the hardship. And not just in this one little little one, Elise, my, my little one. I find so much joy in having her and in adding her to our family, but it's not just her. My joy in all of my children, in Carson and Natalie and Parker and Sophia, has just expanded so much that I have just loved being a mother in the last year and a half. So much more than I even did before, and I've always enjoyed being a mother. I've always loved it, but my joy and my happiness in serving them and caring for them has really expanded, and I'm so thankful that I was willing to make those small sacrifices so that I could find this happiness in my life. And I think that as we put our lives in the order that Heavenly Father wants us to, and we're willing to sacrifice in the way that He wants us to, and whatever that is for our personal needs and lives, He will bless us with the happiness that we didn't have before, even though maybe we thought we had the better way. So chapter 14, verse 14, Jesus says to the people, Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And another thing that's been on my mind a lot is my husband, Mike, he's been studying for this this big test and... It's taken a lot of his time to study and to prepare for it because this test is a big deal. It takes a couple of days to take and there's such a low pass rate that chances of passing aren't good. It costs money to do it and it's just, it's stressful and it's a lot of work. And so not knowing if you'll pass and knowing that you likely won't, my husband, he really wants to do the best that he can. and. So he's taking a lot of time to study in the evenings, actually in the early mornings, during lunch, evenings, and on Saturdays. And it requires a lot of work to succeed in this kind of a thing. It's not something you can just go take the test and pass. Even when you're very smart and intelligent, it takes extra time. And it takes patience. Sometimes you have to take the test a few times and... and be willing to go through that for a a few years before you can really achieve this goal. And I was thinking about our earthly probation. And the great thing about Heavenly Father is that it's similar 
to my husband's test and that we're here, we have this time to study and we need to use it. We need to be dedicating whatever we can to bettering ourselves, to perfecting ourselves, to serving other people and to helping them and to do the same thing. But unlike the test, when, when Mike gets to the test, he will do his best, he'll answer the questions and the people who grade the test will decide, well, these people get to go, these people don't. They don't actually really care who studied or who didn't, they just care about who got it right. <laughs> and Heavenly Father is not that way though. He doesn't care about where we are. He just cares that we're trying and that we're learning and growing every day. And He will accept everybody who puts forth their best effort because He makes up the difference. And that is the great difference between my husband's test and this test that we're on here in our lives. And that is that Heavenly Father sent the Savior to make up the difference for whatever questions we get wrong. <laughs> and that is a great comfort, knowing that we're not doing this alone and that if we get something wrong, we have the chance to fix it and to do it again until we get it right. And Heavenly Father is with us every step of the way as long as we remember to turn to Him, which is a lot of what Jesus is talking about in these chapters is remember Heavenly Father, turn to Him in prayer, keep the commandments, do your best, serve each other. And as we do those things, we grow, we learn, and we become better. Next week, we are studying 35 chapters 17 through 19, and it'll actually take us through the next couple of weeks because in just a little over a week, we have the opportunity to listen to General Conference, which is super exciting. So take the time to get ready for General Conference this week and have a great week.